there are a few games that I absolutely love to play. These games, there's fun games that just don't teach much, but that are just fun to play. They help you see to kind of numb you. So you're not thinking too much, you're just enjoying yourself. And then there are games where they're fun to play and they teach important life lessons. One of the, uh, well, a few of those finance games that are absolutely amazing. Have you ever played a choir, like acquisition type thing, a choir? It's where you build businesses, merge businesses, sell businesses, you have stock in the businesses. Teaches you a ton about investing. I love that game. I was introduced to that game two decades ago or so from some friends. We bought an old secondhand version from a thrift shop, and then we bought another version on Amazon, and it's been amazing. Then there's, oh, Act Your Wage by Dave Ramsey. There's Cashflow Quadrant or the Cashflow Game, Cashflow for Kids, Cashflow 101, Cashflow 202 by Robert Kiyosaki. Just the other day, I was playing Cashflow 101 uh, with my kids. And <laughs> I tell you what, this is the game that 14, 15 years or so ago helped my wife and I to really understand how to best negotiate for our first business that we bought together. And we ended up, after playing that game a few times, it helped us with a seven-month negotiation. Uh, we dealt with tens and tens of thousands of dollars uh, when we just didn't really have a lot of money at all and didn't even make very good money at the time. But it helped us. And so years later, playing with my children, I thought, you know, it might be really important to talk about some of these things that are in cash flow. Uh, both the book by Robert Kiyosaki, which I highly recommend, as well as Rich Dad, Poor Dad. But these ideas, I was explaining this to my daughter as she had some questions and my son had some questions. And basically in the game, you have a balance sheet and an income statement. And the balance sheet has both assets and liabilities. And now an asset and a liability, some people argue about this, but basically to simplify it, an asset gives you money, preferably every month. And even better than that is every month and then also when you sell. And of course, the best way to make sure you have equity or money coming back to you from that asset is to buy it at a good price up front, at a discount, if you will. So if you're trying to buy a million dollar business, the ideal is to see if you can negotiate or find enough options that you get it for seven or 800,000. Or if you're trying to buy a $100,000 business that you're getting it for 60, 70,000, something like that. Your assets give you cash flow. Your liabilities, they suck. They suck the money out of you, if you will. I was telling my daughter that these things take it away, the, the negatives. The assets are the positive, the liabilities are the negatives. And so anything that takes money away from you. And so that's your balance sheet. You have assets and liabilities. It's basically if you want to say, hey, what's, what am I worth? What's my net worth? That's your, your assets and liabilities. Taking a look at, and ideally you want to have more assets than liabilities. Hopefully even zero liabilities. Your income statement has your income and expenses. And you know what an income statement is because we've often talked about budgets. A budget is only half of an income statement. It's just looking at your expenses. It's saying, hey, yeah, or quite a budget should be an income statement. It should be your income and expenses. But often people just say, hey, here's my expenses. Or sometimes they say, I don't want to look at my expenses. But knowing what your expenses are, that's half of your income statement. The very top half, though, is your income. Where are you getting your money from? Many of us, it's just maybe salary, but then there's others. There's money coming in from your salary. There's money coming in from interest that you might be receiving. Money from dividends that you get from stock that you've bought that pays dividends. Or maybe you have money coming in passively from like real estate or businesses. But when you look at your total cash flow, 
and then look at your expenses, you have an opportunity to see what your total cash flow is going to be. You have income, which is both passive and salaries and all that, and you put it all together minus your expenses, and there's your cash flow. How much extra do you have each month after taking away your income and your expenses? So to recap, income statement. It has your income and your expenses. It's also probably the best way you know that we have heard of it. It's called a budget. But where is your income income coming in, and how can you increase that? What other ways? If you've got a salary right now, what happens if that job goes away or that business goes away? Do you have money invested in real estate or businesses or stocks or in a number of other things? That's your choice, but make sure that you have options. Your expenses. Your goal is not to have a lot of these. Your goal is to say, okay, how do I get rid of my car payment? How do I get rid of a car, a credit card? How about some retail debt, other expenses, bank loans, school loans? How do I minimize those? Maybe at first it might be a refi to get a lower interest rate, but how do you allocate maybe a tax return or a bonus or whatever it might be, selling things, possessions, selling junk, selling clutter so that you can decrease your expenses. Because the fewer liabilities you have that that create expense, the better. And the more assets you have that create income, the better. Remember that Benjamin Franklin quote that's just really life-changing to me, and that is, best way to get rich is to decrease your expenses or to increase your income. And then this is paraphrased, but the best way Ben Franklin said that he knows is to do both at the same time. The best way to get rich or the best way to be financially sound is to increase your income, decrease your expenses. How do you do that? Increase your assets, your real estate, your businesses, your stocks, your mutual funds, your CDs, whatever it might be, certificates of deposits, and decrease those credit cards and the retail debt and the mortgage debt and all the other debt, that junk. I tell you this, if you make that a game, if you make your life part of it, being financially sound and being provident in your living by decreasing liabilities, increasing assets, not only your balance sheet, and your, but your income statement will be much better and your marriage will thrive, your family will thrive in this important area, finances, which is not the only area of relationships, but it is a vital area. Good luck.